the fighter and the kid Had to run it back, cause we back at it again Yeah, we gon' keep it moving like it's never gonna end When it was Brendan, when it was Brian When it was just talking to friends We got the kid Callen on the left With the fighter on the right Had to do it right, cause we coming at you live Back with the team, had to keep it OG Must see TV Yes we did, cause we back at it again It's the fighter and the kid This is really the fighter and the kid. Come on, baby. Here with Chet Hanks. I said it. And and the and, man, the and, living legend. Yeah, well, I'm happy with his arms. I'm of, happy with, of course, like you're the sizing tats, them up. But the kid's in shape. He's tight. You're and so I'll tell you something else. Brian. I take in. I don't take in a man's arms, chest, and shoulders. I take in his fucking lower body because that's what it really comes down to. And is he working with an ass? No, is Chet, he working with thighs? No, and Chet, the answer is yes. I don't see size. I just see heart. Okay. What the fuck, dude? I'm sorry, I'm, you're not superficial, bro. No, I, he could be a hundred pounds. I could give a flying wow crap. It'd be funny if Chet just did this whole podcast without the mic in front of him. I know. And he was just on his phone. The He's whole just time. on his phone. I had to do my little story post. No, there was someone. Guy. I forget who it is. Famous uh, musician. Someone came on podcast was on his phone the whole time. <laughs> it was like on Breakfast Club or something. Like, They're just on their phone. Like, hey, my friend, was, do you mind? My friend was on a date with Britney Spears, and apparently. She was on her phone literally the whole time. Yeah, texting other guys. He's like, the fuck is going on here? Now, this is probably years ago, right? It was years ago. Yeah. yeah. Long, so it, it, it could have been a, a flip phone. It might have been Which a flip phone. It would have been worse because then she'd really have to be taking her time typing everything. Oh, those <laughs> took a hot second. I and no pictures or nothing? Uh-huh. Were you nice with it? Well, I could do it in my pocket without even having to look at the screen. Gangster. Did you have a pager? No. no Wait, how old that, are you? That was a little bit. How old are you? I just barely missed that. How old are you? 32. Okay, yeah, Pagers kind of. I I was like, I was like eleven years old when like Pagers were. Yeah, you don't want to be the kid. I didn't need one with a pager. I I mean, I figured maybe you'd have a pager. I don't know. Even you're eleven. I just missed it. Yeah, like my older cousins had pagers. They were just like a few years. They were exhausting because my dad, you know, he's the one who got me that pager. Is red. I remember some girl stole it and she showed up in class wearing it. I didn't say shit. <laughs> what what uh I got punked. But my dad knew if he typed like his number, the nine one one. I was mm. like, Oh shit, here we go. Serious. I'd call him be like, What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. Is there an emergency? He's like, no. So make sure you called me. I'm like, I'm gonna pay phone, dad. Remember pay phones? <laughs> do, you, do you know what yeah. I like about Chet? Brian had call collect, Brian had collect calls. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I C A L I come I come from the fucking road. Yeah, you're like Yeah. I'm fifty five. Um Brian used to send texts using pigeons. Yeah, I did. I did. Like in, the, I, like, like in that scene yes. in Training Day at the rooftop? Yes. yes. Yeah. You know I, mean? I would send dick pics, just draw out his dick and then send yep. it. Well, I would send, I would, draw, I would draw it on papyrus yeah. with a feather pen and ink squid. And then I would attach it to the pigeon and I would go, whip away. Whip away. <laughs> Enjoy this dick pic. In, You're free. <laughs> Enjoy this dick pic in six months. You're free. <laughs> yes. Go, go. Um, you know what I like about you, dude? What? I'm gonna say this out loud. You've been you grew up in Hollywood. You grew up with all the trappings and you're not Hollywood. You did a good job of resisting the insanity and and the the em, the embrace that causes you to be out of touch with reality. And I feel like you had this deep sense of kind of understanding the dangers therein. 
Maybe it's because your parents are good people and they knew how to. Raise yeah, you'd have a to talk it up to being. the parents, right? Shout out to your mom. Yeah. Well, yeah. but it's also it's Those also there's a limit to what parents can do. The kids got to understand where he fits in the universe, where he fits in the world. A lot of it's parenting, though, for sure. Don't don't disagree with me, but uh, no, but I'm kidding. But yeah, yes, it is. I mean, but it's also as an individual, you go, hold on. I see the dangers over here. I'm going to move over here. Maybe music saved you. Was it know. was it designed like this? Like you didn't want to be in that, like you saw what your dad has to deal with? Uh, the credit definitely goes to my parents for how they raised me just because yeah, they're Brian. not Hollywood. You know, they, they want to be like as low key as possible. You know, yes. they, they don't like doing all, all, any of that shit. You know, they're very, very just under the radar. But also, you know, like there were kids that I knew growing up that would like the type of kids that would be like, do you know who I am? And that shit to me was just, I, I never related but to But it's that. not about that. I was never that type of dude but ever. That, that's not what like, I'm talking about. You relied on the fame of your dad. Yeah, I just, I, even at a young age, I thought that was just fucking pathetic, you know? But, but I know but a lot of kids I'm not like talking that. about the, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about like a lot of kids. It's not that they're saying, you know who I am. They just can't help but get, um, it, it, it has a subtle corruption to it. Self-sabotage? It, no, it's like a self-importance thing thinking the whole world is is this mm -hmm. when there's an entire world out there of people that have at, that don't live the way you do at all. And I think you always seem to have kept that in the in the front forefront or the back of your That's mind. That's me parents. That's yeah. parents, right? Parent. Your parents yeah. gave you perspective? Definitely. And also, I was aware like growing up that I was like kind of being raised in a bubble. And I... I really wanted to go out of my way to experience, you know, real life. Because yeah. you, you were you know? born, uh, raised in Malibu, is that right? Pacific Palisades. Yeah. So Palisades. what did you do to do that? Well, I mean, uh, that was kind of like a double-edged sword, too, because, uh, you know, I kind of like, you know, made a lot of mistakes, obviously, but that's really kind of like subconsciously, I was just kind of seeking to break through my bubble and experience real shit, because it, it did, as I started to get older, you know, like into my teenage years, I realized that I kind of like was developing a, a insecurity, which is that I knew that I grew up sheltered and that I grew up in this bubble. And that made me feel unprepared to deal with, you know, the real world. Because even at a young age, like I had a cousin, right, who was younger than me. You know, when you're growing up, you know, when you're, you know, 13, 14, a year is like a, a big deal. Yeah, if you, yeah. So yeah. my cousin was like a year younger than me but he was like way more worldly and experienced and had been exposed to things that I hadn't been exposed to because I was going to private school and he was going to, you know, Venice high. You oh, know what I'm saying? Wow. So yeah. like that, like I didn't like that. I didn't like feeling that, that I was like this like sheltered, you know, like person. So I really, as I got older, it kind of like it flipped a switch to where I wanted to like go out of my way to experience as much as possible. Um, and you know, it, it kind of, like led me down the wrong path but at the same time like i got the experience that i was looking for yeah, yeah you're almost like uh when it comes to your family you're almost like the dark horse like you're gonna do go your own route you know what i'm saying yeah you're a bit of an outlaw in that sense because be easy to go the other route that most of us think you'd go down you yeah know? that's a cool way to put it yeah you're the yeah, when it comes to hank's family you're the outlaw you know yeah i mean your dad's like, yeah i just uh yeah, man. You know, it's not just, a bad thing. Nah, I was just, just you know, just, it's just I'm just being myself at the end of the day, you know. But at at a, but at a certain point when I was younger, it's like I, I really wasn't being true to myself because 
it's almost like because because like i said i was operating from insecurity so i was really like overcompensating to like do bad shit yeah you know what i'm saying just so i could feel like i could catch up because i felt behind in just my level of experience that's what a man that's like that all men boys feel that they like the biggest fear is that we're pussies the yeah biggest fear that yeah. We're, we're not tough or that we can't handle the slings and arrows you know uh-huh. what i mean so it's yeah. like um i like using shakespearean terminology yeah yeah, um, yeah. i'm, I'm yeah. fucking educated I don't where's my camera is. um but yeah brian was sheltered but um yeah. with you so because i'm sure the the idea of being an actor had to go down you know there had to be in a route you were thinking about because obviously your brother does it who's an amazing actor so good you know right. and obviously your dad I mean, he's arguably great. Dad's a good actor. Greatest of all time. Yeah. Crazy talk. Yeah. Greatest of all time. Yeah, and you my know, mom so too. Yeah, it's like it's a, like being Michael Jordan's son. And then yeah. playing basketball. Your, your mom's like, your mom's no slouch. No, yeah. I, I mean, I come actress. from a family. But, but it's of also like if you're Michael Jordan's son, you get in basketball. Hey, dude, heavy lies the crown. Like, there's some mm-hmm. expectation. Yeah. So for you, if and for your brother too, shout out to him. Like, there's expectations. He's a damn good actor. Mm-hmm. Like, it maybe your dad opened doors for him, but that dude has all the talent. Right. So for you, if you're gonna go down that road, you better be pretty damn good. Yeah. You're you gotta pay your dues. You gotta pay your dues. Yeah. Because it's like you still have to walk through the door. And did you even did you go down that r- route at all? Yeah. I mean, like, I always grew up just kind of looking at acting is that it's the family business yep you know what i'm saying so i always felt that i would go into it um it's kind of like you know if i had come from a family where all the you know my my Made uncles and, or were in yeah. the military or yeah. some shit like i probably would have joined the military yeah. you know what i mean if my whole family was fucking lawyers or something i might have been a lawyer i don't know you know what i mean but i always kind of looked at it as like you know it's the family business so it's already kind of like in my blood and obviously that's a pretty it'd be a pretty cool thing to be successful at so i might as well give it a fucking try you know and i did you know i mean i, I still I, I still act i've been in a lot of like uh, notable series and films mm-hmm. and shit but um you know kind of like i'm also um involved in other stuff because that's just kind of like how life how life went you know it's kind of I, I realized that there's other things that i'm interested in too that i'm passionate about and you know for a while i was trying to like pick one thing and like just focus on it because you know there's there's kind of like different schools of thought you know there's the school of thought that like you know it takes long enough to master one thing so you should just pick one thing and have tunnel vision but i also kind of i also kind of adhere to the school of thought of like you could just fucking do it all you know it's 2022 why not do it all if mm-hmm. i want to do acting music and you know be an entrepreneur and run a business why not why and can't i just do it all and do a podcast yeah. it's like fuck it you're doing what you're about to it's do 2022 podcast, yeah we're about to release a podcast what are you gonna call my it? co-host right here josh stro we're gonna yeah. call it outlaws gonna call it gonna call it muscular yeah <laughs> outlaws i think it's just gonna be called white the guys show. white it's guys gonna be called two whites and hats <laughs> this thursday <laughs> two jacked Coming whites called it jacked and white just what america just white. what america can't get enough of two whites and hats <laughs> these guys are talking real issues these guys are straight white and jack root for them root just for have them. my face introduce them. these guys are straight white and jack they like to work out yeah. you think they're just bros that's just the tip of the iceberg that's right this sunday on fox watch these guys after curl. the simpsons it's chet hayes chet hayes watch these guys curl in slow motion and bonus footage when they spot each other oh did yeah. we mention they have eight inch cocks oh, hey whoa wait this oh, that's, got, that's bt uh oh, late night today's leg day these guys go ass to grass 
Yeah. You're talking about flexible fucking <laughs> These hips. guys ride a motorcycle nuts to butts. <laughs> nuts to and they go fast. <laughs> Tune in. What's his last name? Stro. Oh, Hanks and Stro. Stro. Oh, what's your first name again? <laughs> fucking Chet and Josh. You guys make up your mind. This Thursday, they're strown it up. Fuck, the <laughs> testosterone meter hits red hot with Ch Chet and Josh. Next Tuesday, they're going to work out without their shirt. Ass to nuts. These guys don't play around. Get low. Let me spot your hips. It's funny because that's not too far off from like what. Is Thank, it? You. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. We're just we're spitballing ideas. Spitballing ideas. We're in the lab. Ideas, we're in the lab. You pretty much nailed. We're it. We're in the studio right now. Your Don't dad. Like is, your dad is, might be the first guest. Yeah, I'm watching. Maybe. Your dad doesn't do a lot of interviews. I want to know what's going on. I didn't recognize the guy for That's the first what I mean. they're under, 30 they're minutes super of low Elvis. Key under the radar. Oh, well, you know? I didn't recognize him for the first 30 minutes. I swear you're to God. Retarded, right? No, oh, he was on, wearing you're, a fat suit. No, he was wearing a fat suit, but that was you're, very good. Your dad could be an avatar, and I would know it's <laughs> fucking Tom Hanks. <laughs> That'd be some shit. When I look at Woody on Toy Story, I'm like, that's Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on a fat suit. Brian's like, I'm trying to figure out. Is that Tyrese? Is that Morgan Freeman? <laughs> I thought it was Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> Yeah. Hey B, let's take a little break from yeah. chat with our boy Chad. I like Hanks. sports, but I like money too. Oh my God, it's that time of the year, Brian. If you like sports and money and NBA basketball, you're gonna love my friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just five dollars on pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. Plus. Everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. You can bet on my nugs. Joke is going off right now. Bet on the Lakers. You never know. You also got freaking Memphis doing the dang thing. And guess what? Maryland sports fans perk on up. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state, so Maryland, you can bet. Enjoy. Download the app right now, Maryland, and everybody out there to get in on the holiday hoops action. Sign up with the code FIGHTER, place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code FIGHTER. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. DraftKings. Look, Look, I got talking I got about nootropics. I'm talking about on it. I'm alpha brain. About alpha brain. I'm talking about the best supplements on planet Earth. I'm talking about the the literally the kind of testing they do for quality. Yeah, but B, if, if I want like kettlebells and good protein and warrior, you want bars, battle ropes, kettlebells. Do they have all that. You got everything you want. But let's say I like don't love alpha brain. I'm like it's not for me. Okay, do, which is well, I don't know why you I would get, say can that. Can I get a okay. refund? Uh, you if you don't like no alpha brain, necessary. if you don't like alpha brain, you'll get a full refund. How's that sound? Oh, you could even go pick no it up at Walmart, asked. but help us out here on the show. If you go to onit.com slash FATK, you save ten percent off the entire site. We're talking about kettlebells, seal club maces, streaming fitness. If you listen to Chet Hanks and you want to run through a brick wall, let Onnit help you out. You they got half hour tech. workouts online that are the best workouts i've ever had half hour don't workouts. wait till january 1st to get your thick ass in shape let my friends at on it help you out on it.com slash f-a-t-k you save 10 percent off the entire site yeah I, you know with acting too it's like obviously you've done a million things right with you've been on some big shows stuff like that movies but when your dad's tom hanks and anybody else that's a successful career like acting's as tough as it gets to make any of those sets is a beast like the level of entry is a nightmare yeah so yeah, by all so political, yeah, so, so political. But by all yeah. regards, you've had a successful acting career. But when your dad's Tom Hanks, it's like Michael Jordan's son. I think he played one double A basketball, 
that ain't gonna cut it. When no. your dad's that people are like, oh, he's a failure. It's like he was only Damn, six two, right? Or doesn't matter. One, but it's yeah. like your dad. Who cares about his size? But it, your dad's, you know, Michael Jordan. So people are expecting you to. NBA is the least you can do. If you're not in well, seven All Star games, it was a failure. But that's why. So you for you, you're kind it. of set up. You know, it not there's expectations, man. Like your brother's yeah. career is popping. Yeah. He's in everything. Mm-hmm. King Kong, massive move. Jack Black, he's great on there. Mm-hmm. He's in Dexter, one of my favorite s- seasons. But then you know, he's not Tom Hanks. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like it's, a, it's, it's like a tough fucking thing to carry, man. It's a double edged sword. You know, it's like a, it could it could lead you up to a a door, but still you have to be the one to walk through the door. Big time. And if you haven't paid your dues prior to that then that's going to be a disaster a disaster you know what i'm saying and so do, i'm like, sure your family knows like the pitfalls that well yeah i mean started. that's why like that's why like a, a huge misconception is people think that like my dad would just like call up someone and be like cast my son in this movie and like that's just not how it works not at right? all right like number one he would never do that no number two even if he did like that's not how it works no. because it's like first of all you have to be right for the role Correct. You have to go through the regular process of auditioning and then calling back and getting called back. So any role that you book, it's like you have to fucking earn that shit. Plus, think about the amount of people money. don't realize well, this. Think about the amount of money, like for the movie that goes into making a movie, the directors, all the props, your the, the actors sets. that so you choose. They're not gonna be, be like, oh, Tom, yeah. Tom Hanks called. No. We got to put a son in. Anything, like everybody's ass is on the if line. If anything, yeah, it can exactly. work against you because. Like I always say this, like people say, you know, get to, why don't one of your big director friends hook you up? Hey, here's how it works. You write a script, it takes two years, three uh-huh. years, maybe. Yeah. Then you finally get financing. There's one role that was written specifically. There's a perfect person for that role, and that's that decision is made by committee. You walk in that room, you've got to win that group over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so th- I don't give a fuck who you are. You're competing with everybody in the world, everybody the in Ireland, the best. the best of the best. The best. Mm-hmm. So you go in there, they have an idea. The writer, the director, they, the producers all have an idea. It might be a different idea, but it's the person that walks in the room and, and is undeniable where they all go, fuck, I didn't. He changed my mind. Yeah. I thought the role was this, but it was it. Yeah. That's the person that gets There's the role. There's so many moving pieces. Yeah, but, but I remember even when Batman like, was coming out, my mom called me. She didn't know Hollywood. She's like, I just don't understand why you're not the next Batman. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> click. Yeah. Dumbass, it, it, it's, click. It, it's a lot. And, it, and you know, what's crazy is that sometimes e- even if you are undeniable in your performance, that, that that's not enough. It's because not, no, some, if you might play, like, for example, like with Your Honor, right? I had a recurring role in Your Honor with Brian Cranston on, a, on a Showtime. And the role I auditioned for uh, was the role of the mob boss's son, who like just gets out of prison. He's kind of like the villain, the outlaw. That's the that's the role I auditioned for, and I and I fucking crushed it. And they were like, uh, half of the people wanted me to um, play that role, but at the end of the day, I didn't get it because I just don't look like the uh, uh, the 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 actor who plays the father Michael Stuhlbarg yeah, I just don't, don't look, look like, like I could son. be related oh, to him right no he just has dark hair he's got brown eyes you know yeah. what I'm saying I'm like blue yeah. eye blonde hair so at the that end of the day sense. they gave it to someone else just because he looked physically like he could be more that character's son but that so your, but it was cool because I still got right? another role wasn't that you? You got another role, yeah, because they yeah. saw your chops, your yeah. talent, like, all right, we'll find something for yeah, you. Yeah, but it was between me and him, and, like, half the producers and the directors wanted to cast me, but at the end of the day, they ended up giving it to other guys because that. And that can happen for any. I mean, I got lucky because they still offered me a side role, and I was, like, fucking awesome. And do you call your right? pops when you get these roles? Like, hey, down, be on this. Does he give you advice? Or is oh, yeah, I, I, I asked him for advice all the time. Yeah, you should. All the time. He's giving me great advice. Oh. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm actually uh, about to release a... Uh, uh, an online course it's a master class on 
not just like the fundamentals of acting but like the politics of like how to actually break into the entertainment oh, industry really? and actually get your foot in the door i'm about to release that it's on a, it's an online course and i'm gonna include basically everything that my dad has taught me in it do you have a promo code called? for my friend brian or <laughs> yeah. what's it called yeah i need some help well, my daughter. It's called the actor's advantage. So, so if my you daughter just put a good word for your dad. Yeah, for, my, my, for the my, next toys. My daughter's fourteen. He's dying to do. She, she's my daughter's into theater. She's going. To th I, I I pay for theater camp in New York, and and she she'll have an audition or you know for the school play or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I've done this for a little while. I might be able to offer some advice. I she's might not be having it, right? Not having it. Well, even Tony Hawk said he was like. You know, his son goes uh, skateboarding. He said he walked in, all these friends who were like sponsoring their, their skateboarders, they're watching this. And he walks in the kitchen. And he's like, they don't even pay attention to me. He goes, I walk in the kitchen, they're watching this video, this kid doing like a 360 and something else. And they're all, this is insane. insane. And his dad's Tony Hawk. <laughs> and he goes, what are you guys watching? He goes, oh, I actually created that move. Like, Dad, get out of here. He's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, the kid doesn't want any That's advice. Not, no, it's uh, kids. Are, no, yeah, you got to You definitely. I utilize that. You know, like uh, I utilize all my dad's knowledge, and I've you know asked him. I've been on set, like in my trailer, like you know, right then and there, like hey, well, like asking him questions, and he's always been there. To yeah, give that's me some a bad really, signal because he al he always really helps me align my perceptions because sometimes the advice that he gives is just really fucking simple. Like honestly, one of the best pieces of advice he's ever given me is like really the best thing you could do to prepare for any role is just fucking show up on time know your lines and treat everyone with respect wow that'll get you a long way Fuck you know it. and it's really just that simple because we overcomplicate things and we we get so stressed out of our heads about trying yeah. to be perfect but at the end of the day it's just like show up on time fucking know your lines like the back of your hand and fucking just be polite to everyone if tom hanks you know, by the way that's that's exactly listen. right because you're, it's such a collaborative process. And it's you want to right? work with people that you like. That's right. Mm -hmm. You want to work with people, you know, even like special forces teams, like whether it's Delta or SEAL Team 6, you know, you're like, what are the, what's the criteria? You have to be mm -hmm. these big natural athletes and stuff. When you actually talk to the dudes that have been there, do you know what they say I a lot of times? So. Yeah. yeah they, they, they'll say, they'll be like, well, no, there are a lot of guys that are, that are really, you King, know, yeah. they're badasses. They're specialists. But, you want the dude you like that you can trust that's a great teammate. Yeah. He may not be as strong, he may not be as great a shot and all that, but that's the dude you want on mission yeah, with you. Yeah. Well, but, but, the, but that's anything, special that forces, but whether you're acting, it's a team to get a project done, even businesses. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. Apple with, uh, you know, Steve Jobs, when they started in that garage of theirs, yeah. it was like a team. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just a team, you yep. know what I'm saying? And reputation. You yeah. know, if you're an asshole, then you know it catches up with you. Yeah, I mean, if, oh, you're, if you're doing big you movies and people are buying tickets, they're gonna put up with that pre-Madonna shit a little bit. Your movie as soon as that well. movie eats shit, you're, you're the done. first one. Out. You're done. Yeah, yeah, but like then, but if if you're a, a pleasure to work around, then it's yep. the opposite yep. works. Yeah. You know, you could have a bad movie and people are still gonna want to fuck with you. But you're you know, doing, but, I, but I found that the that the highest the highest level people are always just out of people that I've met in any field, acting or whatever, just. The most A-list people that I've ever met are always the fucking coolest. And, the most humble, and the most earth, humble, yeah. the most yep. down to earth. They don't act. They don't have any superiority complex. They'll talk hardware. to anybody just like with, with with the same amount of respect. That's 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 what I've always noticed. It's always like the B and C level people that have the fucking massive egos. Yep, yep, yep. And so when Sorry. with the acting stuff, obviously your dad's helped me there. When he saw you do like White Boy Summer, which I love. Have you ever seen his music video, White Boy Summer? Oh, yeah. I said it's fun. We played it. I love it. It's great. And it is a White Boy uh, Christmas. It is a White <laughs> Christmas, not White Boy Christmas. You don't usually you don't usually draw out love. Oh, I love that video, dude. I loved it. I've had some long nights to that video. Anyways, but um, 
when, some when, when your dad's got some tits on him. This I was in Venice, too. Look at those, look at those <laughs> yep. ladies. Yep. It's just, uh, it's a white boy with a bunch of chocolate. Is that an AK 47 on your side? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Or is that a bazooka? That's a bazooka, bro. Oh, no, that's in your shorts. Um, <laughs> but are you, uh, that's a bazooka. That's a bazooka. But with, like, when your dad sees this, does he understand it? Is he cool with it? Or is he like, white boy, summer? No, they were they were cool with the they were cool with the they were they're they're supportive, man. They were like what what uh they let's, like talk, let's stop talking about let's stop talking oh, about like that. They, they're so detached from like like that kind of current those kind of current events that it's like they're not really aware of of what's popular or what's not. So they're just like you know if they if they're like if they see that like they were like oh that's that that's just like anything that Cardi B does. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like good shit. My dad know? still doesn't understand what I do. He, yeah. he he told somebody my brother's with him at lunch the other day, and he t uh, someone was like, hey, someone moved to Hollywood, right? It's going well for him. He's like, yeah. He goes, what's he doing? I goes, I think he's like an Instagram influencer. My brother's like, Jesus Christ. When I shot my first special for Showtime, big deal. My dad didn't come. Two days later, he cut flies out of here. We're walking with my grandkids, or with his grandkids, and we're walking down the mall. And he goes, I forgot to ask, how'd your speech go the other night? <laughs> <laughs> How did your speech go? Hey, yeah, Dad, see, exactly. get it fucking right. It's like yeah. my mother would always say that. How's your play going? The TV show I'm doing? Like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? My dad. Those old heads, unless it's on like <laughs> HBO or Comedy Central, yeah. they don't. Dateline NBC. Yeah, he's like, how'd your speech go? 60 like, minutes. Hey, I, dude, I didn't do a TED Talk. My, Stone my, Phillips. My, my, dad's, yeah. my dad's 82 years old. Today. Dan Rathers yeah. wasn't on my special. <laughs> my, my father's 82 years old and uh, every bit of 250 pounds, 6'4". And, and he's walking down the steps today. I'm on the phone and I just hear, go, 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 go. Big ass fell down the stairs. Motherfucker fell down the stairs. Into a plant, oh, no. into a table, broke the table, no glass everywhere, and he's lying on the. He's. I thought he was fucking dead. He's lying against the fucking wall like that, right? <laughs> and I go, and I, I'm, I'm like, I literally go, I gotta call you back. I run. You okay? You okay? <laughs> like that. I, I reach at him, and he goes like this. He's down like this. He goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like that. I swear to God. He just Bloody goes, Yeah, he was so mad. He goes, <laughs> but, but he like, I was all panicked. He goes, Yeah. I'm like, right. and that's like, that's like, don't be a I tried to help mom and he goes, off. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> and then my mother broke goes, his back. My mother, my mother goes, We should go to the to, to the hospital. Oh, my dad goes, That's your mom. I'm not going to the hospital. No, and Chuck walks back yeah. upstairs. I fell because you said something and I turned around. You know. Damn, how old hilarious. is he? 82. Wow. He 80 took that fall like two. a champ. Not huh? a small guy. Either. Fell like wow. a champ. And I, I check it with him. Um, like uh, He's watching his computer. Are they staying with you right now or what? Yeah, I go, you all right? And he goes. <laughs> That's all he did. Hey, wasn't, wasn't I at your house and your dad ate a banana with the peel too? Well, basically. His dad ate like just a fucking savage, just banana. Basically, basically, yeah. I was like, like the motherfucker, Mr. Callan. Well, well, he he won't. Just, he doesn't notice because he's watching. I, the I don't game. know if he's the coolest thing in the world or the dumbest. Yeah, he's just. How's it? You eating a fucking banana with? Well, the, he didn't notice. <laughs> My mother said that. My mother goes, he won't notice what he's eating. I go. But what the fuck is this? Like, he'll eat all. Yeah, the you food. respect it, but you're also like, is he on the spectrum a little bit? Right. Didn't I told you we were in. We were almost in a plane crash. He already. He wasn't a plane crash, but he's flying his plane, and the plane's going boom, and my dog hit the ceiling. I'm like, Jesus Christ! And my father looks at me and he goes, It's not a bad way to die. <laughs> Dead serious. I'm like, ah! His dad's a savage. Nut. He's a nut. Savage. Savage. Eats bananas with peels. On. Yeah, yeah. Still, still Don't fucking. I told it you. It was with the peel? Oh, didn't well, get the he was, he was watching here. a game. It didn't notice. Holy me. shit. And I go, my mother goes, you're eating with the peel. He goes, what? 
I'm like, how the fuck <laughs> yeah, do you I miss that? I don't know to respect it or if, is that <laughs> peanut butter falcon? That's crazy. It's, it's, I do this joke in my stand-up, but it's a true story. We're in a fucking car. We're in a we're in a in my car, and there's a hornet. It's not a yellow jacket. You know those hornets that live either like in your attic or they're they're in the ground the ones with the three abdomens and the fucking fur the they have like, like huge they have like ninja turtle abs yeah they live alone they're like god they're, put they're, them on the earth for whatever reason they're wet yeah yeah they're Why wet are they always wet shiny god <laughs> put them on the earth to, and then they have just <laughs> hair they have like and they hump they, they sting you not once like a bee is like mm, and you're like ah no. and it dies they grab you they hump no, they, sting you no, they, and they, they shoot poison in be, your they face. twerk on your forearm yes with their stinger just yes and they'll get you in the face so i i literally see this fucking thing and i'm like oh my god i, I can't get out fast enough it's like I'm, a prism like color that. yeah yeah yes my father with his giant fucking farm boy fingers big dick beater just goes goes like this <laughs> grabs it and goes and kills it broke its neck and just broke its back and the thing was like fuck you you know like i I tell the story, but it's all true, and it crushed. But he fucking killed it. And, and then did your dad eat him? He's doing this. Fuck. He's going like this. He goes, and I go, wow. that stinks. I think sting you. And he goes, probably. <laughs> They're cut from a different cloth. Cut from a different cloth, yeah. bro. Yeah, my grandpa would eat. He, he would eat fucking, uh, you know, like a, a drumstick, a chicken. Yeah. He would eat it, the whole He'd thing, the bone, bone yeah. and everything. He would he would eat the he would eat cherries whole. He wouldn't spit out the pits. He'd eat the pits. Yeah, savage. Yeah. My, yeah. My, my Nothing dad, I don't know if it's the waste. smartest way yeah. to go, but they didn't leave shit to waste. He needed and, all. And, of it. and do would your grandfather was he an entertainer? Or no, no, he was he was he was my, my mom's dad. So he was from Bulgaria. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah he was from chicken. Yeah, you know exactly. It's hardcore. It's hardcore. Grandfather yeah. just snack on rocks. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's yeah. like they're old. Oh yeah, he actually played soccer with rocks yeah. growing up. Yeah, he just told a me. big boulder. Yeah, yeah, they would just kick rocks, doing scissor literally. kicks and shit. I knew my dad was tough when I was a kid because he was never afraid of any dog. He didn't give a fuck about any dog. You're probably like that a little bit, but like ultimately, he knew he was big enough to kill the dog. Like the dog's gonna bite you, but in his mind, he was like, "I'll kill that dog." Yeah. Uh -huh. Me, I'm afraid of dogs. I don't yeah. have the bone structure. <laughs> but I, you're having hands full if it's like a golden retriever or something. Like I'm a big golden retriever. If it's a Rottweiler, you got a problem. Oh, that's no doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm saying like a, even a wiener dog can give you some. Fruit. Not with him. He'd see a dog and be like, "Dogs," like, rah, rah, rah. and he'd be like, "We're gonna go through that field." And I'm like, "Have you ever been attacked by a dog?" I've been Oof. bit by a dog when I wore a sleeve. I wore so I was in Afghanistan. Have you ever I, had to actually fight a dog? Off no. You? Have oh, you? Yeah. Hey, have you? I have before. Not I your have. bullshit. Hold on. <coughs> bite I have. Testing. I'm talking. Well, I was. I, I was bit by a real dog. I, I, I had to defend suit. myself against a dog. Yeah, me really? too. Yeah. What, what's yours? Okay, so how old are you? First of all, thirty-two. Okay. No, oh, no, how old was I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was seventeen. Okay, that's old. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So okay, like kind of what I was saying earlier. Eventually, I got in trouble. I got sent to this wilderness program. I went to Utah for a year this thing i was in this school that's where i finished my high school credits blah blah, blah. that's a long story anyway while like i was there boys club in utah yeah we had to do like community service like you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. manual labor shit like that so like one of the, the things we, one of the hey, yeah man. but they kept I'm us just, they kept us they out. kept us divided they kept us divided. No right no so so no, they, they made us do community service so one of the things we had to do was go down these dog kennels in salt lake city and like clean up shit and like do all this shit right so one of the chores we had to do was like walk the dogs the dogs are all it's like they're all cooped up losing their minds in this fucking you know it's like a dog prison you know they're so so they let us pick a dog and we have to walk it right and i'm like 17 and i want to be all badass so i picked 
the like the most ripped fucking pit bull oh. in the place right and, and and the the people that ran it they were like are you sure you don't want that one and it was like some little you know tiny like, poodle. i'm like no i want that one i'm like 17 Typical years old guy. i'm like 150 pounds like like you know i see the pit bull rap videos give me that so one. yeah and it was vicious like it was all already like barking and losing its mind in the fucking kennel right and i'm like no i want that one and they're like okay like this is like the roughest dog we have i'm like nobody walks but i don't want to back down now so right so so they so they give me the dog to walk and we're all walking in a line to go take it out of the building to go like walk it outside right so everyone's going around the corner and i'm the last one so the last person goes around the corner and as i'm about to go around the corner i'm alone the dog fucking turns on me and starts attacking me right it's, yeah. it starts lunging for me Hell like yeah. literally trying to fucking kill me oh, so yeah. i got it on the leash right so all i can do is i'm swinging the leash because it's lunging for me it's like full-on jumping through the air lunging for me Holy so i'm i'm swinging i'm yanking the leash mid-air so the dog's like kind so, of so, so, so but but what it starts doing is it's it figures it out so it starts it starts biting the leash hell yeah little little Stay bit try bit so the slack is getting shorter and shorter so i'm yanking the leash but it, it's biting a little up and up on the leash right Smart dog. until it gets right up on my fucking hand right hell yeah. until the dog is <laughs> hanging on right up against my fist and it it's about to lunge one more time but this time there's no more room it's gonna fucking like bite my fucking hand off so i just full-on just punch this fucking dog in the face as hard as i could right, right in the bah! i just punched the fucking dog as hard as i could in the face and then it, it froze up and then i was like you good i'm like you good chill chill the fuck out like it was just it just kind of backed off a little bit i'm like all right let's go but i really like i, I was i, I really wanted to respect. call for help no like because yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. was gone the whole time i wanted to be like help help the dog but i, yeah. I couldn't i didn't say anything because i didn't want to be embarrassed because yeah, yeah, the dude literally pressed me he was like are you sure you want this i was like yeah i got it so i but i shit you not from that by the end of the the, the walk that dog respected me your best friend it loved me I, I could i literally could put my face up to it and pet it and, and it was completely fine that's yeah, how you that's bond like, with the dog yeah. Yeah. it's like avatar around those dragons you yeah. gotta connect with them well, you, gotta, like, you I, gotta break them in i'm it. gonna catch so much heat from the animal cruelty no you're, no, you're not. Not. not if it's a pit bull you gotta i know a guy who you show him what's up i know a guy who dealt with uh, uh problem dogs like that the first thing you do is take them put them on their back and get on top of them and hold them there until they come. Yeah, show them who's boss. Yeah, yeah. My, my story nowhere near as cool, and I wish I went first, but I'll follow that. <laughs> I was like 10, and this kid uh, in his backyard, these kids were mean to me. They bullied me, but they invited me. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll go with you guys to your house and play. And his house got a uh, tree in the backyard got struck by lightning. And he's like, go check out the tree. It's sick, man. It got struck by lightning. I'm like, hell yeah. And they're like, you go first. I'm like, okay. So I'm walking, and then I get to his backyard, and they shut the gate. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And I see this big dog come around the corner. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. If you think about it, now it's like, hey, that dog could have killed me, you yes. moron. What kind of dog? I forget. It was, it, was, it was like this Rottweiler lab. It was a big uh -huh, fucking yeah. dog. And uh -huh. I'm like 10. Yeah. So I just see him just rah, 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 bark at him. I'm like, oh, shit. And I didn't want him to steal the moneymaker, the big wang. <laughs> so I, he was right like there. So I turned last second. Dude, he grabbed onto my peach. Oh, he went to bite you? Uh, no, he bit me. Oh, he shit. He bit my ass. Tore my shit. ass up. Lit my ass up. <laughs> and I climbed over the fence. But I got home. I had to go to the doctor. This was part. It's in front of my mom. I, they took me to the emergency room. They had to give me the tetanus shot because the dog's mouth yeah. or whatever. In my ass. The biggest needle you've ever seen. Yeah, just in my ass. Rabies. Damn. Yeah. Probably rabies. Yeah, I don't know. But, but by the way, like if you've ever put a, a sleeve on or a bite suit and, and felt how, how hard that bite is. Yeah. 
That's, that's pussy, I'm, though, right? I'm now afraid. Hey, we're talking of about dogs. real shit here. No, no, no. A six, <laughs> seven pound dog. Six, seven pound dog. And the dog came, and, and I was like, "No, I've seen the video. We okay. watched the video one time. It's so anticlimactic. The dog's like." <laughs> And it's like, oh my god, this thing's crazy. Everyone's like, I stuck my thing in the in the, in the car. It goes like this, went, but then, but no, but I never had a like, dog. Oh, I never had a dog oh. hate like that. It was pulling and trying to shake, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. I get Your it. dad would watch that and go, bad acting. No, I'm a good actor. This dog's attacking me. Well, in fucking Dove Davidoff, when we're in Afghanistan doing stand up, fucking he goes, we're gonna go get bit by dogs. I go, what? Goes, we're gonna get bit by dogs. So they put us in a bite suit, but no helmet. And the guy goes, just go run. And I go, uh, what do you mean? The dogs, these are giant Dutch. Yeah, if I fall down. Giant ju Dutch Shepherd. I, I need a, he goes, nah, nah, nah. They won't bite you in the head. They don't like that, heads. That, I'm like, but this area is not protected, sir. He's like, just run, man. Because uh, now I'm with soldiers. I don't want to be a bitch. I'm running. And they're like, stay, stop, stop. They play acting. And then, uh, uh, fucking let that thing go, man. Bit me right here decided to bite me right there and i'm like ah and he knocks me down and then i do this and it grabs me here dove freaked out bit him on the hand but he had a glove on oh, wasn't enough God. get this fucking wolf off get this wolf off no dogs can, bite did it hurt through the suit it, it hurt. Still hurt i'm telling you dude when you feel the pressure yeah. you go oh that's why yeah. when it bites you you shut down because all the nerves shut down uh -huh. they, they will break your bones they'll yeah. bite right through that's a yeah. malinois i don't know what the fuck a pit bull would do it's a whole different story they're just different and they're so yeah. strong yeah, what's yeah. up with them? They're just all jacked. Well, that's why. How that's do you why get that jacked without working be, out? They, they just exist that, that way. Look, that, that's why when that's the, the you know the most <laughs> jacked vegan in the world is a gorilla. You look at a gorilla, you're like, how in the fuck? Yeah. Like 3% body fat just eats fucking yeah. leaves. They don't, it's like the they don't even they? have to build the muscle. It's already They're there. It's just jacked. there. Yeah. You know what the strongest bite is? Huh. Oh, hippo, right? Nile crocodiles. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, so they, these guys are in Australia. It also the saltwater crocodile. The guys in Australia, three guys. But mammals, dummies. mammals uh, isn't it a jaguar? Or no, a hyena? Not, no, not compared to a... Uh, no, but I'm saying that's, that's you know, Mammals amphibious. maybe, but... but, but I'm uh, saying mammal is a jaguar I think it's or a gorilla. Hyena. I think it's a gorilla. I don't think so. I think so. it's a, uh, a silverback. But but the saltwater crocodile, this fucking ten thing, strongest animal bite force in the world, too. Yeah. You'll see it. These guys, these guys are fucking... Uh, these guys are, are, are swimming, and... Their friend just disappeared. They didn't hear anything. He just went, like, you know how it just, he got taken that quickly. Shit, Joe was right. <laughs> Hipp Hippopotamus, number one. <clears throat> They're the most Jaguar, lethal. Jaguar, number two. Yeah. Gorilla, number three. Stupid hyenas, dead second to last. And grizzly bear, pussy, dead last. <laughs> Great white, number one. <laughs> yeah. Great white, number one. Old gray, we call them. The old, old whites. Yeah. Old gray. I mean, yeah, uh, the hippos are the most lethal yeah. animal in Africa. Yeah. More people die from hippos than Correct. Uh, mosquitoes yeah, number correct. one, but I, I feel you. Oh, uh, yeah. Ooh, Ooh, coming ooh, in with some that. fucking I'm just trying to draw some knowledge here. <laughs> mosquitoes. <laughs> mosquitoes. Yeah, man. We we're talking animal. What do you do for a workout? Let's get the fucking, let's get down <laughs> to what really matters. This has all been bullshit talk. Let's get down to how you yeah, get. Yeah, because I'd love to hear your workout routine. I want to hear what you're doing. <laughs> hey man, I'll listen. It's, just, a, it's just regular. Basic is it CrossFit shit? No, doing? no. I just it's it's the standard. Do you, you do any sports? Jiu-jitsu, any of that shit? No, no. I I uh, I'll, I'll like box. I'm trying to get my boxing skills back up a little bit. Yeah. It's a good workout. Yeah, it is. It is. Now you just got a new whip. Staring the conversation over here. You just yeah. got a new whip. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. Is that that yeah. Ferrari? When you, no. no, that's mine, right? I've driven yeah. it. What no, happened? I, I thought, your, I, I thought yours was green. One? I have a green one. No, there's a black, black one. Black Sheesh. The black one. Like the, the gold rims? Yeah, it's, that one's But it's a, it's a, you can see the engine? Yeah, that's mine. That's the 430. 
I've had it for a year. I, I don't think it's very pretty. We don't know cars. You drive a Tesla. No, I don't think it's pretty. <laughs> you drive a Tesla. No, but that's not a pretty car. F four thirty. Oh, Baba, you're so sweet. But uh, you're so what sweet. Is he, what do you drive? He has a Urus. I got the Lambo truck. And when you post that, it's always when you post that stuff, you're doing for inspiration because I'm sure people are like, oh, show off or whatever. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I, it is for inspiration. I mean, you know, I, it's the best SUV on the market. I've had them all. I, I have love one of it. those favorite SUV I've ever I driven. I love it. Yeah. Really? I love By it. By far, Por destroys everything. Por Por not for you, right? Por qué? Hey, I, I can be in the cars if the guys are in the cars. Why, don't I, why can't I be cool? <laughs> hey, guys, what, what, what do you got under that hood? I don't know how to talk. So you post that like motivation, motivation. Well, it's like this. You know, like I started, I started my, uh, the self-mastery program uh, a year ago. It was on January 1st, right? So that, what that is, it's, it's online fitness, nutrition, and mindset coaching. I remember you came on King and Sting. Yeah, right we talked about it that. there. Yeah, we talked about right. it then. Yeah, right so, when you launched it. So... I assign people their ideal training plan custom to their body, their nutrition plan custom to their body, and I hold Zoom calls once a week where we can speak directly one-on-one -on -one or in a group, right? So there's different packages, but that's where we get into the deeper stuff, the mindset stuff, the motivational stuff. Um, I started this a year ago. You know, if you follow me or, you know, watch my story, every single day I'm up at 4.45 in the morning. I go to, I do 100 burpees while it's still before the sun's coming up i go through my morning process my morning routine i'm in the gym usually about 7 a.m with josh right here yeah. um i'm lifting weights little apple bottom um and then for the rest saying, of the time i'm just saying the elephant <laughs> in the room is you got an ass on you <laughs> so I, I i this is every single day Total you know push. every single day like i i uh, if you follow me that you see right so it's like when i started this program um I was just, you know, I had been basically a couple months out of rehab, right? Because I had, I had been sober for five years. Then during the whole white boy summer shit, I was not sober. How could you be? You know, okay. it what, was, was your, what was your During a white boy summer, you can't be. No. You can't be. Yeah, not. it was it, crazy, man. Don't be it a pusher, crazy. Brendan. What was your drug of choice, if you don't mind saying? Coke. Really? Yeah. Oof, that yeah. booger sugar. The devil's, the devil's dandruff. dandruff that it's is, all bad. Man. It's all it's, bad. But it was a good time, though, for a little bit. Let's not, you <laughs> know. Hey, man, not. hey, hey until it's sober, it's bro. Don't start, like, reminding no, him yeah, of a good time. time. Yeah, it's not until it's not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, until you do too much. I basically, you know, went crazy. I got to the point where it was just fucking really bad. I was like, okay, I have to change my life. I got clean again you know a couple uh, and while i was getting clean and getting my life back together i just you know really really uh like fell in love with just like fitness and working out and just just mostly just so uh for, for the mental aspect you know just not not just improving myself physically but keeping myself in a positive state of mind also the endorphins release exactly just the natural high you, you, when you're trying to overcome addiction or whatever break any sort of bad habits it's really not good enough to just try to drop your bad habits you have to replace them with good habits otherwise you're just going to obsess about you know whatever your substance or drug of choice is and you're just going to obsess about it even more because something's missing but nothing's been gained yeah so you know you really have to you you have to substitute your bad habits with good habits so that's what i did i started working out just like a fucking freak like every day non-stop just came really be, became obsessed with it and then i got my nutrition dialed in i found out what my macros were which really makes all the difference because like your gains abs whatever is all made in the kitchen yep. like you can't outwork a poor diet if you're working you could be working your 
ass off in the gym every single fucking day. If you're not eating the proper macros, you don't know the, your proper nutrition, you're not going to make any fucking progress. Diet's like that's a fact. It's, it's like it's yeah. literally 90% of it. So I found out what my actual macros were. I did my research on all that shit. I was already working out every day. I was posting it uh, mostly just, you know, just for accountability because I wanted to show people, you know, like, hey, I'm, I'm really doing this every single fucking day. And it was also to hold myself accountable because I didn't want to fall off and skip a day because I was trying to keep myself that consistent, right? So I was uh, putting pressure on myself. Well, while I was doing that, people were hitting me up and asking me like, hey, man, like they noticed that, you know, my body was changing. I was starting to like, you know, get in better shape. So people were hitting me up, asking me tips, this and that, you know, what, what should I do? So I figured, well, if I'm if I'm going to be already committed to working out every day, I might as well come up with a, a way to monetize it. So entrepreneur, yeah. So I launched my program, and and keep in mind, okay. So at that time, you know, I'm I'm out of rehab. I'm fucking coming. I'm building my life back up from the fucking you know shambles. So I was like, I'm like fucking broke. You know what I'm saying? When I started this thing, but I just started it. Well, fast forward a year later, you know what I'm saying? The business has been going so well. I'm I'm in a fucking Lambo. So yeah, I'm posting you. this shit to so to show people what can really be achieved when you drop all your fucking bullshit bad habits and just fucking commit to your own self improvement and your what was your personal growth? Yeah, Brian. Also, I'll tell you right now. What was your What was your turning? I want to invite the three of us to a cocaine party. Look at these noses. His nose is built. I know. Sharp. That sharp nose on the table. But he's got. That is. It's a good looking beak. Snow blower. But it's a good looking beak. It's a good looking beak. Don't don't put a mound of cocaine in front of us. That's true. No. But he's thirty-two. He's still got his. He's still got his youthful looks. He's a good looking. I've never done cocaine ever in my life. Are you serious? No. You're gonna. You will tonight. Respect. Um. But Chad, what? Just cut You are when you do in Vegas, January fifth through the seventh. Might be a little cocaine. That's right. No. Um. What? What? Do you remember? I'm always fascinated with like because so much of this is. Oh, it feels good. No. So much of this heartfelt moment. By the way, we came out of the closet a couple minutes ago. And yeah, man, I don't do coke, but I do cock. Did you say coke? I thought we were talking about cock. Me too. I'll sniff your dick from here, bro. I was a cock addict. Uh listen, I was a cock addict. I went down some dark places. That's right. If you take my program, giving up cocks are yeah. us. It's, it's only gay. You two can quit sucking dick. Right. All right, I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. God, God he opened God. up and now you bring cocks. I'm in. so sorry, dude. But what do you remember? I can't help like, it. Do you remember? Because I always believe like when you actually make that decision, right? That real decision to go sober. Like there's that. The rock something, bottom? Yeah, something happens where you make that decision. Do you, do you remember what that switch was? What was rock bottom? Yeah, I mean, basically it was just. I had been partying my ass off for all the fucking white boy summer, you know. What, three months? Yeah. yeah How long's your summer? How long's a white boy summer? That's what we should it was, clear. Yeah, it was about three months. Three months. That's standard three months. summer. Well, cocaine for standard three months. Summer. That, the good thing about cocaine, see, with alcohol, you can be an alcoholic for 30 years, you wake up with no resume. You know, it, it's like, it's a slower burn. Blow is devastating very quickly. It's like, where'd my house go? You know, so in that sense, you can... It's, Especially if it's pure... Pablo Escobar, shit. Yeah. Am I right? Oh no! Hey, you don't don't talk about don't talk to us about cocaine. You don't know about well, that, that shit. You I, nerd. I don't, but I I would never do it now because the the fentanyl laced with yeah. these cartels. Yeah, there, there are kits on Amazon you can use. Oh, there anyway, are. Anyway, Chet, back to you. It's but like a, what, what was no. it? What was it? Was it more inspiration or was it fear that caused the? Well, you didn't want to be a switch. loser. I well, I mean, basically, I knew that I I really had to get my shit together, so. I was preparing to fucking, you know, go to rehab and clean myself up again, but without any intention of like staying sober just to like get myself back on my feet, right? And take a little break. Well, I had a show out in Vegas. I was supposed to go out for a night. A live show. Yeah. I was supposed to, uh, a performance. I was supposed to go out for a night and then, you know, check myself in a rehab. Um, 
the next day well i went outside show i went to the party afterwards i didn't leave the party for three days and three nights i didn't sleep i didn't <laughs> eat anything i was just fucking going white boy sounds yeah damn. for three days and three nights literally like 72 hours yeah it doesn't sound fun at all yeah by the end of that i was just like full-on <laughs> fucking I mean, it's not fun you know no, it's, so it's not fun it's, it's so stupid uh, by the end Jets, of that pull, like drinks. It, it's just you're it's you just lose your mind yeah. you know what i mean just like lose yourself. The, not just it's also not productive <laughs> yeah oh wait it depends on He's what you're oh wait depends on what you're trying to fucking do but yeah. you know but keep going so. um but uh yeah dude i mean uh, apart from just you know doing that much drugs i mean just the sleep deprivation aspect the lack of nutrition you know not drinking any water you know it's like that shit is enough to just basically send you into a fucking full-blown psychosis where you just don't even know what's real and, and what's not anymore you know you're just on your gone you know just fuck elvis has fucking left the building you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so he literally that was, left the building yeah i was just you know i was yeah like i was gone so that was enough for like to scare me straight and be like holy shit you know I, if i don't make a change like a drastic change then uh like i'm fucking headed towards a disaster i mean it already is a disaster but i knew like if i didn't make a change that i was gonna uh end up like uh like kurt cobain do doing getting basically like dealing with a consequence that i couldn't come back from if it wasn't just fucking dying like losing my life fuck, or just getting caught in a situation or making a stupid ass fucking decision you know when i'm in that like state of mind i just knew s something bad w was was coming and it was coming fast yep. like if i didn't make a You'd fucking if i didn't make a yeah like impending doom yeah. you know so Let's if i didn't if i didn't make a serious change so that was just it i just said you know fucking never again you know? and now with uh I, you know i have two young boys i can't imagine like if they went down that road you as a dad i'd feel like I, I gotta fix this you know i'm gonna fly to to vegas and find them amongst these chicks in the white boy summer video and take them and make, make them better i'm sure for your family your brother you know your friends they're like we got to do something here but there's not much they can do huh no. did they try yeah i mean this is it's like you said there's there's not much you can do like even even my friends were like you know they just were kind of like fuck dude you know you're 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 an adult you're, you're an yeah, adult you know, sometimes like, the, 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 you're gonna learn this because your kids are young but my daughter now is 14 and one of the things that's maddening is that you lose a lot of control over your children because they're their own people and they make their own decisions and they're going to make their own mistakes. Now if you lock them in the basement, own. give yeah. it up. Ah, uh, yeah. No freedom. Yeah, I but know. all that shit is really just dealing with pain in a bad way, you know? Yes. At the, end, at the end stuff. of the, yeah, at the end of the day, people that are, you know, like drug addicts and whatnot, like for the most part, they're not bad people, you know? No. They're, they're really good. They're, you know, like they, they're human, you know? The, at the end of the day, and I had this realization while I was, you know, in that state because, you know, I could find myself in some pretty shady places. But at the end of the day, I would look around and be like, you know, none of these people are, are, are bad people. We're just dealing with, we're just people that, that are in pain that are dealing with our pain the in, in the wrong ways. We're just dealing ways. with our pain in the wrong ways. So like what my program and the self-mastery program is all about is that we need to face our pain and channel it for our own growth, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, that's what literally on a physical level, on a literal level, I mean, that's what exercise is. You're putting your body in physical pain. Mm -hmm right but it, it's pain that is building you mm. it's making you stronger it's making you healthier so and that's just on a on the on a literal physical level what's happening physiologically in your body but it's also happening on a mental and spiritual level 
because as you start to improve and you, you as you start to improve and get stronger physically and you're channeling that pain by putting it to work right because because most people who are who are addicts it's like we have all these emotions we have all these feelings going on and we're dealing with it by numbing it or running to drugs we're not addressing it we're not addressing it so we have to address that we, we basically just have to take it out in the fucking gym period yep. you got to take all that energy out in the gym the energy that angst and that anxiety or regret or depression like it's not going anywhere you have to literally do something with mm -hmm. it and what you have to do with it is you have to literally put it to fucking work you have to put it to work you got to work that shit off in the gym and as you start to do that as you start to get stronger as your body starts to change you start to literally look and feel exactly how you want to how you truly want to a, a mental shift occurs also where you level up fucking mentally you you're, you're the way you start to talk to yourself is different you know the, that that feeling of that angst and, and that anxiety that no longer becomes your status quo that no longer becomes the place where you live it might still come back it might still rear its head but but more and more as you progress the state that you live in is you know what i fucking got this i can't be fucking stopped all this shit happened for a reason to bring me where i am today opportunities your future becomes clear you see all the all the blessings you're grateful you're living a state of gratitude a state of empowerment that becomes your norm right the more that you put that shit to work that, that that becomes your norm yeah. gratitude yeah. gratitude opens the door to infinite intelligence you gotta and, be the poster boy for rehab because most correct me if i'm wrong most rehab i think the success rate's like two percent well no, I, it's, bring it up chin you want to bet on rehab yeah rehab no hey, i mean the success it's, rate of rehab. It, it's terrible i saw yesterday the success rate for any you know drug so, and alcohol abuse is terrible really? but that's because it's people don't have so but but that's because like this is what i'm saying is that it requires more like a like it's an ongoing it, thing right like like I, i'm a big like uh, 42 like, percent but I, I read no, that's like, completed. No, I read that's like seventy one percent, seventy one percent in the beginning. Then it was like drops this after a few months, sixty one. Then it, yeah. at the at end of six months, it's like forty six. So you know, age like know. age actually is the one thing that a lot of people outgrow their addiction with age. This is really weird, but uh, and they don't know why. But so you you could be a very bad drug addict, very bad alcoholic. If you can stay alive long enough, believe it or not you you tend to it's not the majority it actually is there's no way yeah i promise the the age thing is actually something that you'll see old addicts who no longer have that but barring that you want to do that before you hit a certain age you want to get you know and, that, well, and I, would, I think it's an know. ongoing thing right gratitude and things like that Th those things are keeping your state of mind standing sort of sentry at the door of your mind to make sure the wrong thoughts don't it's come all in. state of mind i mean <clears throat> yeah. everything is mental yeah it's it, like my, your mindset and your mentality is everything yeah right it's like it and especially when you're first getting sober right because if you're first getting sober trying to change your life your your state of mind at any given moment is so fucking volatile yes. and that's why most people don't stay sober is because there's they don't have any stability in their own fucking mental health yeah right like so the, the second you know something gets a little too painful or hard or they get a little too uncomfortable they just run right back to it they destroy their life they get sober again and then they fucking it's just a vicious cycle because yeah. it's one thing to get sober it's another thing to fucking stay sober mm. right most people can get sober a fucking million fucking times but they can't fucking stay sober because they're not focusing on their fucking mentality and they think that they can master the mentality just from thinking you can't 
You mm. can't fucking master your mentality just from thinking. You can't think your way really? into a positive that's an action. That's you can only act your way into positive thinking, huh. period. And this is the problem with fucking, you know, 12. So a lot of steps. I have nothing bad to say about any 12-step programs because I think they're really helpful. And I have nothing bad to say about rehabs. But, but, I, but just, you know, my personal opinion is that I, I think a lot of, a lot of these uh, programs don't work because they're not putting any emphasis on your physicality like you cannot uh, you cannot overlook the importance of fucking fitness and health you can't overlook the importance of people think it's just superficial because it's people think that people go to the gym or work out are just superficial because they only they just care about how they look it's not about that it's not about that it's literally putting in the work so that you can live each day physically feeling your best that you are living as your best self everybody if they look everybody feels if you feel like you need to lose 10 15 pounds or put on fucking 10 15 pounds of muscle to really feel like that best version of yourself then fucking do it do it you need to do it you absolutely need to do it because that 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 feeling that gift that you have to earn is what's waiting for you and it, that's actually the high that you're seeking the high that you're seeking when you go get drunk or go do drugs or whatever of feeling like good about yourself from a substance is a false high the true high is just living and breathing every day is like looking in the mirror and man saying, damn i look good i feel good i'm walking different i'm talking different i'm carrying myself in a different way that that can only come through putting in the fucking work period so all these it's the action it's the fucking action that counts you can't just you can't think your way out of this shit you have to act your and way Brad, out of it i don't want mean to surprise you but this is the inner pension <laughs> oh no i, I feel remind, also your 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 drinking ways and boring talk affects me in the following ways <laughs> you're boring. When, when you when you well, put I'm, in your invisalign it affects me in the following ways one more month it's you triggering fuck. one more month you fuck and i'll seven have seven years of invisalign. you need to go on invisalign and i can't wait because i'm going to torture I know, you i do need to do it yeah you're i'm gonna wait till i'm your teeth age. but the, but the whole point but, is it's not about how you look it's about how you fucking feel yeah i guarantee you if somebody who, who's who's you know they've never like given themselves that chance before of actually like putting in the work getting themselves in just their best physical shape right because it's not about reaching any standard i'm not saying that you have to look like a bodybuilder or you have to look like a fucking instagram model right it's just about being at your peak physical state that you've ever experienced in your life yeah. right it's just about it's not about perfection it's about progress right right so you, it's not about reaching some fucking standard of what you're supposed to look like it's just waking up knowing hey i'm in the best shape i've ever been when you wake up knowing i'm in the best shape i've ever fucking been I'm at my peak. I'm at my physical fucking peak that I've ever experienced in life. It doesn't matter if you're in your 50s or in your if you're in your fucking 100%, 100%. 20s, right? Because you can achieve that no matter how old you are. But when you reach that point where you're at your physical peak and you know that each day you're improving more and more and more, that is the fucking mentality shift. That's when the flip gets switched in your mentality when you feel so fulfilled that you no longer have the desire to go get high. So is that that's is the that, only way to so overcome is that, it? Is that then? replacing the pleasure of drugs with the pleasure of self-restriction and exercise mm -hmm. right so you're kind of like you're you're taking Channeling the pleasure the, yeah. the, the, i would i would you're i would shifting the pleasure center no, you're not I, I wouldn't, like I, wouldn't liver king. I, I wouldn't say it's it's replacing pleasure with pleasure i would say it's replacing pleasure with fulfillment because mm. pleasure is like a fleeting thing that's like big, pleasure is what is what we're chasing when we're fucking purpose, when huh? we do a light of coke yeah and, and yep. that's what my mentor but did that that's what you? my mentor wes watson says purpose over pleasure that's like his whole that's huge thing you know that's what i'm huge. saying
purpose over, over pleasure. Yeah, did and you, that's not my phrase. That's uh, from what did uh, I didn't coin that shit. That's from I mean, Wes I Watson. I just made. I it. love that. Did you get more spiritual as a result? Did you? Did you find? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what happened. You go to church? No, I don't go to church. Uh, did you pray? Yeah, I pray. Accounts. I'm spiritual. I mean, I still do consider myself a Christian. I was baptized Greek Orthodox. I believe in Christ. You know. Who's Greek? My mom. Oh shit. I yeah, but I, I'm just not super religious. But uh, but I'm extremely spiritual, and and this is I mean the, 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 I say that the spiritual is is the third part that comes because it starts off with our it's mind body and soul it starts off with the body, it starts off with our physicality we have to change that we have to be growing in that once that happens the mind naturally follows suit the state of the mind improves when the state of the mind and the body are both synced that's when the spiritual is birthed and truly we can live our lives in that gratitude there's nothing more spiritual than just being yeah. grateful it doesn't matter if you're an atheist or whether you believe in a higher power or not the goal the spiritual goal the spiritual aspect is just living in fucking gratitude who's your mentor wes watson what who is he he's the he's the guy who started all this and he's who showed me this he's who he he, he taught me how to and start he went through his own battle right yeah i mean you can't he, he, I, 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 I had been i had been following him for years and he really really uh impacted my life just from just from setting the example so uh um he's the one who started all this shit you wow, know what i'm great, saying man. Oh, i just shit. i, I just followed been, i just followed to, suit I, I followed his example I, I got on his program and it changed my homeboy's, life homeboy's jacked he was in prison gangs was he in jail yeah, you guys have never you break. guys should really you guys really need to look him up Get him on the podcast. Yeah, we'll get him on the pod. Yeah, you Jesus, should get him on the pod. Veins on veins. Yeah, that, that that dude is jack. But so he spent time on the inside and went to. His story is really tattoos crazy. Tattoos would say yeah. He's on YouTube. Check out his YouTube channel. Damn. Ten ten years. But, but basically, wow. Uh, I had started following him right when he got out of prison. Um, and when he got out of prison, I mean, he was fresh out of prison. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and that was like four years ago. And, the, and I've literally over the past four, every single day. I mean. He he's up at he's up at fucking two forty five, but he does the same exact shit. Like Too how early. like he, yeah. like how I'm saying I do the same shit every day. I wake up early. I post my workout. Yeah, I, I got that from him. I got oh, that yeah. from him. He was already doing that, uh, and I, he hasn't missed a day in the whole four years I've been following him. In the four years I've been following, him, I saw him going from just getting out of prison, not having anything, to now he's like a multi 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 millionaire See, i think he it's lives important because you you had a north star you had something to yeah i mean i literally to. saw it right happen right in front of my fucking eyes yeah. every single day he is, hasn't is he missed in la san diego so Not i saw I, I saw it happen every single fucking day right in front of my eyes i mean he just moved in like a fucking resort his his house is so fucking huge he's got it every fucking like luxury car God, in the book I, I literally saw it right in front of my fucking eyes after 10 years in prison yeah what, and what do you do yeah. what do you go to prison for uh, i mean i can't remember but he he, he tells a story he he, he tells a story he, uh, he's he but he's that's we'd love to have him on I'll, I'll you should have him on I'll, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll connect us i'll connect you guys yeah that'd be great love yeah. to get that guy on yeah because i i find that so fascinating you know like i always say anything that bad that happens to you, you your job is to orchestrate your life so that you look back on it for whenever it is a year or five years and say i wouldn't have changed it I wouldn't have changed that because I am who I am now and I like who I am now and I didn't like who I was then, you know? It can be okay. Keep touching mm -hmm. my thigh, bro. Because it's going to be okay. All right. And I want you to take Chet's fucking program. All right. I'll tell you, you're an inspiration, Chet. You know what I'm saying? I think you're starting your own podcast. Anyone who listens to this, if that doesn't put you on the right track and hopefully give some people some motivation, you know, I think Thank it's going to go well for you, man. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm just passing it on. 
Yeah, I love that, man. When's the next? When's the first podcast dropping, dude? Uh, we don't have a set date yet, but it's gonna be. You'll know. Oh, you'll, oh, you'll know. know. It's oh, right I, around. It's right around the corner. I don't you'll think. Feel I don't it. think. Uh, you'll feel it. Mr. Tom Hanks has done any podcast, right? I don't know. We don't reached know. out to him and he didn't get back to us. Uh, <laughs> let's go to current events, Jen. Uh, can we do fan questions first? Oh, yeah, we had, yeah, we fan, we had a bunch, questions. dude. Over 500. Fuck questions. yeah, let's do it. Yeah, but we only picked, or Tom picked three out of the five, or whatever. Yeah, our boy Tom picked the three. Yeah, Tom the Hopefully Booker. they're Shout good. Out. All right, so first one's from Antonio Rowland. Hey, guys, it's Tony from Philly. My question to Chet would be, would he be interested in a celebrity boxing match, and who would he want to fight? And Antonio's suggesting Andrew Tate. No. Andrew um, yeah, I would be interested in a celebrity boxing match. That's kind of why I'm, I'm trying oh, to like. It is. Well, I mean, I want to be ready for it if I if they ever get a great offer for that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I, as far as like fighting like Andrew Tate or Jake Paul, I would want to fight somebody first and foremost that was like the, who who it was their first fight. Yeah, yeah. someone You're not fighting your, Andrew Tate. Someone yeah. on your level. And, and he, that dude is like a he's I mean a, he's a fucking multiple world champion. Yeah. So it's like I, I, I'm no. not. I, I wouldn't. Not on that level. I would stop that fight. I'd and, jump in. No, I mean no him and Jake and both and, and also uh, I've spoken to both those dudes and they're really fucking cool. Andrew Tate actually helped me out a lot. Yeah, they're both good dudes. I uh, connected with Andrew Tate before he got kicked off Instagram, and uh, he actually helped me out a lot with setting up some things in my business. So really? I really shout Smart out to guy. shout out to him. I really appreciate it. And, 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 and I've met Jake, and Jake is a great fucking Jake's kid too. A great dude. And Logan. I mean, I fuck with both those dudes me a lot. Too. And I mean, they're dogs. So it's like I, I'm Hard not workers. I'm not anywhere near Hard that level workers. to be able to fight like one of those be, dudes. Those promoters are gonna do something. But if it was another dude like who you know hadn't is this gonna be their first time fighting? Fuck yeah! If we set it up and the money's right, let's do it. The way those promoters work, you know, because your dad's Tom Hanks and be like celebrity kids. Yeah, but see, I'm not going to fight. Smith I already, kids. I already got fight I, both somebody, at the same somebody, time. somebody already. Willow, Jaden, bring it. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody, right to Willow, <laughs> fucking douche. Somebody reached out. Did you dude. slap one of them. Someone did reach out to me to fight uh, this one dude, but it was just like so. Uh, it was like so D-list. I was oh, like, did I look wow. like a fucking idiot if I fight this guy? Yeah. It was the fake Drake. They asked me to fight. Oh the no, fake no, Drake. no, no, no. No, it'd have to be somebody who's like popping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mario cool. Lopez trains a lot. What's up, Mario? Uh, too good. What's up, AC Slater? <laughs> What's up, Slater? Mario's no joke. He's a black belt. I'll take it easy. Uh, what else you got, Jim? All right. Second question is from Chris Padilla. Uh, hey, dude. Huge fan from Atlanta and lost my shit when you popped up in Trini to Debone. Yeah. Uh, What's that? It was <laughs> an episode of Atlanta I did about uh, Trinidad. Oh, there you go. Uh, what was it like to be directed by Donald Glover? Stay thick, boys. Donald Glover is a G. Yeah. Genius, right? Genius. Yeah. He's a fucking genius. Really nice guy. He, easy to get along with. He reached out to me. Like, he had that role basically written personally for me. So he hit me up and he was like, Would you do this? I'm like, Fuck yeah, let's do it. You know? He's a guy who you're talking about does many things. You remember, he has a Yeah, he does special. it all too. What I mean, phenomenal music. He does career, it all too. The Atlanta yeah. award winning, you know, yeah. director. I think actor. that that song he yeah. did, This Is America, was unbelievable. Yeah. Whatever you say about gun control, I own guns and shit, but that shit was a that was a, a ballsy game. move, yep. a ballsy, amazing, disturbing mm -hmm. video in, for whatever. It was. He's so just, talented. Yeah, he's very special. What else you got, Jen? All right, last question. Uh, this is from Dino Medina. <clears throat> How is it working with Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm? You or did you have a written script or was it mostly improv? And one of my favorite episodes ever of Curbs. I so know you did Curb. What yeah. year was that? Uh, I think that was like 20, 
17 or one of the biggest shows of all time like yeah it's a beast yeah that was fucking hilarious it's almost all improv almost all of it i actually got a funny story about that so um larry david right i've actually known him like since i was a little kid because our parents were friends right huh. so it's like i i i had known him like we we had gone on like family vacations together but i was a i was a young kid you know what i'm saying i was like probably like 12 13 years old so i hadn't really seen him since then it's like i know him but i don't really know him mm -hmm. you know what i mean as an adult you know what i mean but i auditioned for that role just like everyone else and i and i fucking got it and i was right for the role so on the first day of set um, or on one of the days on set you know larry david is exactly as you would expect him to be he's literally he's like, the same guy he, he's the exact same fucking yeah, guy right himself yeah. so so he's not and I, knowing that you know like you know like he's not the type of dude like that you're just gonna go up to him and be like hey larry what's yeah. up like then do small chat. then he's gonna be like he's gonna like fucking hate you well you're you not gonna get saying? the part if you because that. that's what he gets all day you know what i'm saying like everybody comes up to him they feel like they know him and they want their moment yeah. of lariness you know what i'm saying yeah. so like this is what he's getting anywhere he, anywhere he fucking goes so i just it's common sense knew that that i'm not gonna go and like trying to be all buddy buddy with him yeah. so we're we're shooting a scene in the car it was the scene right before i pull up to the valet and, and i hallucinate that they're red coats and we're sitting we're, we're we're sitting in we're sitting in the car and uh you know in between takes you know we're, we're just we're sitting there so it's like the moment where you know most people would try to make some small talk yeah right because you're just sitting there in silence in between takes well i didn't do that right i didn't do that in between takes you know there's that awkward silence and i know that he was expecting this is the moment so like and like and like dreading like the moment where someone's like so uh da -da 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 -da. Yeah. he's gotta be like ah fuck right but i didn't do that right i just sat there like this like just sat there i wasn't on my phone I, I i was just sitting there but i wasn't sitting there like awkward i wasn't sitting there like you're comfortable in the you side. know i was literally just fucking chilling dude he's i'm sitting shotgun he's in the driver's seat i'm just sitting there like this right and i could tell out of the corner of my eye that there was that like silence i could tell out of the corner of my eye he went like this and then actually he had the moment of like should i say something like yeah and then he was like and then he didn't do anything he just went huh he probably liked it he went like yeah. i could i could literally see it out of the corner of my eye. he went huh yeah he's probably like hell yeah and then and then he was like so uh chet uh you know and then we started talking and shooting the shit yeah. and shit and he had me fucking cracking up so really? hard he had me cracking up so hard you kept the wind, you that kept like the literally i had tears coming down my eyes i was trying to hold in this laughter right yeah. before they said action i literally had to fucking compose myself yeah. wow and it was and it, and it was hard and then and then shortly thereafter we were both uh, in sun valley idaho um because both place. of our families were there and i had, i needed to catch a flight back to la and he and he heard about it and he was like oh i'm flying back to la come back on on my private jet so we flew back just me and larry that's cool on his pj and just fucking and, shot the shit you know talk. how great no no we talked the whole time single word. <laughs> well, you know, we talked now like yeah, at, at, from that moment we were hella cool you know he yeah. knows you're not that guy yeah. Yeah. i auditioned yeah. for him twice i, I, I improv <laughs> curve yeah thing? um and and I, I one thing I was playing an Italian guy, another thing I did a thing with him, and he was so fucking great. Like, cause I knew he's he is that guy. He's very much that guy. But um, like he he was 
he was fucking great. We improvised, and then we talked afterwards. And he even said to me, he goes, you're great. You're just too young for this role. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, but I was so, I was so impressed with how cool he was. Cause he was, I, I know Jeff Garland really well. Cause yeah. I worked with him for a yeah. long time, but, um, he's, then I, then I'm at a premiere and he, we're out in the lobby and there's nobody else there. And he's looking at this thing and I'm looking at this thing and you could see he was same thing, just dreading, just don't say anything to me. And of yeah. course, I didn't. I didn't say yeah. fuck all to him. Yeah. He's a creative but genius. He, well, he's you <laughs> know. mastermind behind Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. stand up. You know, he's yeah. just. All right, Jim, what do you got? All right, first one is from, you know, NFL. I don't know much about this, but Willie McGinnis. Have you heard of this guy? Oh, yeah. He's oh, yeah. supposed to be one of the USC, best. played for New England Savage. Yeah. So he was filmed in a restaurant beating up this random dude. We don't know the entire story yet. But uh, I'll show you the video. Don't fuck with NFL football players. No, he didn't fuck with him. Willie comes out of nowhere. There has to be some yeah, sort of there has to be some sort of story before. Oh, okay. And the only thing that we know is that Willie put down later on in his Instagram saying like uh, the truth will pro- the truth will prevail. Yeah, there's later something more something. going on here. Yeah. but Willie's a I met Willie. Willie's a nice guy. He's not just coming. Oh, that's Delilah. But this is like Delilah in West Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. This is no way. Up. So, so this Willie. guy right here is going to get attacked. You'll see him coming. Yeah, he looks like Drake from Far Away. <laughs> Looks like Drake Willie and with weekend. His boys, That's right? Willie? Yeah. Yeah, Willie's in the all white there. So there's no audio to this, but he just, you know, sucker punches and his no, friends start punching. The, Willie missed, though, which mm-hmm. is disappointing if you're trying to sucker punch a guy. And his it's, boys. Willie's are, just holding him, though. But then he comes in and punches and then gets a bottle and smashes it over his head. Damn. So he can't fight very well. Well, you gotta know you're on so camera. Willie gets, Willie, you gotta know you're on camera here. I think he knows. I don't think he cares. I'm so curious what this guy did. Yeah, what did he Doesn't do? What do you think he did? I, I feel like I, it has to do with a girl or something. I don't, I don't know. know. He's but, getting shit beat out of him yeah. by a bunch of guys. There's like six guys. He must have done something. Maybe he hit a girl. Maybe they saw him try to do something. But yeah, but of course, there's a lot more to the story than what we're seeing. Obviously, this is a bad look. Yeah. And so Willie does work for the NFL Network, and of course he's suspended right now. Willie's ass hanging out. Yeah, Willie, you gotta pull your I think so. Yeah, you gotta pull your pants up, Willie. <laughs> oh, he hit him with a bottle, but didn't break it. <laughs> no. Willie, your entire pants are down. Willie has that the handlebar mustache too, which is not helping his. Cage. And he's giant. He looks <laughs> like a hell's angel. Oh, he's <laughs> massive, dude. He was that That's the guy that beat up right yeah. there. He looks like the weekend. I would say. <laughs> looks like weekend. Drake had a baby. You yeah. know what? He's still doing. He looks like Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, yeah. He looks tough. Look at him. Yeah, he's, he's still ready he's to still go. There. He's staring him down. And there were seven. Look at the white guy yelling. Did nothing. <laughs> just on button one button on his shirt was like, "Who wants some?" <laughs> Nobody like, knows dude, what the fuck is left. going on. It's just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> yeah, he, so he got jumped. I don't know. We have no idea what's what's actually. I'm curious what what provoked it. Provoked yeah, we don't know. That. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, you don't want Willie McGinnis, a giant man, and his mm. friends. So they let him go on NFL Network? Oh, uh, no. They, they're suspending him for now. And Until they find out what happened. Yeah. But he's charged with felony assault with a deadly weapon yeah. because the, the bottle. <sighs> yeah. That'll be. Uh, the bottle didn't break. Dismissed. They'll, yeah, they'll, settle, they'll settle this. <laughs> Actually, if it doesn't break, I feel like that's harder. If it breaks, it kind of like lets. It get, Either way, it's not good. Give. Yeah. You don't want glass in your head. But yeah. yeah. Of course not. But yeah. yeah. It looked like he was like hitting him like this. Like you have no really power <laughs> like that. He was like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, wait, I'm just curious, Chet. Since you mentioned uh, you did have the cocaine thing with the party, I'm just curious: Did your dick work when you were doing? Oh, using definitely cocaine? not. Well, okay, not, I, that's no, what I was curious. Hey, no, definitely. Good not. question. Gay. Good question. No, it's a good question. It's a good question because yeah, no, that's why they say uh, <laughs> you know God invented cocaine. It's good for you, but your wiener doesn't work. Uh, so I, it's a sense of humor. Yeah. I actually uh, no, don't I have a problem in that regard. If I do. 
Well, you're not I haven't doing done. I haven't done a lot of cocaine. You're not doing enough life, of but it. the times I've done it, I've been rock hard, Chen. Okay, take <laughs> good for you, dude. I mean, you've got a diamond with my dick. I'm not going to be. Your dick is not like no, other people's dicks. Your dick is like no. My dick, unique. Boy, my dick right. is all American. It's right. <laughs> real sound. My dick should have its own TV show, guys. <laughs> guys, I might be skinny, but I got a dick on me. All right. So this is the street parade after the. Lionel Messi and his team won oh the God. World Cup. Like and then pulls out of tits. No, so they're going underneath this pass. And it's, you see these wires? Look how close this gets. That's not good. That's yeah, so they could have literally been knocked off the bus. Killed Lionel Messi. Yeah, yeah we got to be careful about that. Look how close this like, whoa, 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 whoa. All athletes all saw it coming. Yep. All kind measured. of the one in the hat then, though. He's like, whoa, holy also, shit. Also, so close. Yeah, yeah, also, you can get electrocuted. God, yeah. nobody thought about that. I heard a great sportscaster describe the difference between Lionel Messi and fucking uh, Ronaldo. It was it was so great. What? Because you guys say who's the best soccer player of all time, right? And this you know diehard soccer man said, if an artist designed a soccer player, he would design Lionel Messi. If an engineer designed a soccer player, he would design Ronaldo. You know, Ronaldo's like just a physical freak and, you know, tall and can jump. And Lionel Messi does shit that people don't even, like, how'd you make that up? How the fuck did you do that? Like, what was that? You know, still. That's like Maradona, the same thing. Maradona. What else you got, Chen? Uh, just two more. So this was just, I don't know what this is exactly, but this is in uh, England. And a couple were walking their dog and it looks like a ghost passed by them. Oh, yeah. Watch. Oh, and apparently the park oh, that they're walking the dog in it's a it, coyote ghost it's known for having a haunted woman damn with a or coat. a haunted coyote that looks not a woman that is a <laughs> a clear coyote that looks like a sloth is it i think it's that's very a, faint it's a tree sloth no he's moving too fast yeah. it might be a jellyfish case <laughs> 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 jellyfish it might be on a the land, land it land it's jelly. a walking jellyfish we call it asses. we call it a land jelly dude it, you know what i'm that's the lamest thing in i hate the jet Oh, I wonder if they like fucked around <laughs> with the camera. I can't stand shit like that. We just Did found this film. Thing? Did you we see that thing on the camera that looked like fucking Dobby the elf from from uh, Harry no. Potter? No. Dude, see if you can... This shit... Tell me what you what you think this thing Wait, is. Wait, before we go on, do you believe in ghosts? Yeah. Can I grew up in a haunted house. Carry on. You did? Yep. Why? I didn't even know it. Your dad's like, it's for a role. No, I, this is this is some crazy shit. So this shit. is in July? I, I didn't even know that that it was haunted until I was a full-grown adult. They really? Kept, they kept it from me. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, look at this Oh, thing, no, that's man. Brian Callen. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepwalking naked. No, that's, Sleepwalking that's Brian, naked. and uh, he did cocaine. What the fuck is that? That was straight straight the streets of Abbott Kenny. Flip-flops. Flip it's Brian Callen. <laughs> that's what it he is. He only wears fucking flip-flops. <laughs> yep. What the, saw. What, what the fuck is that? That's a very. That's that guy. It's that guy. It's what just, the fuck is that? Thing? No, that, that guy's guy. too skinny. That guy's too thick to be that guy. That mm. that is uh, a person who escaped some sort of. It might be. There's a video. Thermal image. It might be a thermal image. Yeah, look at that, dude. That is I creepy. I think that's being done on purpose. Look how tiny it is. Yeah. You know what that is? That's a professional. It's a very whore. skinny. It's that's a very a whore skinny woman who's leaving a house. What the fuck is that? <laughs> that's dude? a whore. Dude. I've seen it on intervention. <laughs> that's what it is. It's that. It's Gollum. It's Brian Callen. It's fucking Gollum. <laughs> Brian Callen going to pee outside at the night. Yeah. It's me taking my dog. Dude, you know what? I'm gonna do it. There's yeah, no. I believe in all that ghost that stuff. Is. When I'm in Vegas, I'm going to Hold Zach. On. Zach Hold Baggins on. has. Hold a, on. What did you just say? I to believe me? in ghost stuff. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I believe in UFOs, conspiracies, and ghosts. Don't believe in all that. Oh, no, I swear I do. He had Zach Baggins on? 
And and like Zach Brown's like, I, Zach how you doing? He goes, he's a he's a ghost guy, and he's he's uh, the ghost guy. Yeah, really? he goes, oh, dude. And what he goes, fucking, I just got in a tug of war with this ghost. My girl's bag, it was pulling her bag, and I got into it, and and he, I'm exhausted, and I'm going, and I'm just, I'm like, he liar. Not to and he's he's Zach's a great dude, but so on Ghost Adventures, they just went to I think I forget what network now, but the longest running ghost show. But in Vegas on their January fifth through the seventh, he has a haunted museum. You know, from like uh what's that what's that movie, that big ass movie? Um what's his freaking the the conjuring? You know how that family, which is a true story, they would save all the possessed stuff and put it in their basement? Uh -huh, yeah. He has like that, but a museum. Dude, look yeah. how different So I went on Ghost Adventures, I was so scared. Your face I was is so, so scared. You've had so much plastic surgery. <laughs> so much. You gotta so much. stop getting worked on on your face. Look at how young you were then. I would love Let to go back on. It was so much fun. I was so scared. Did you hear shit? Oh yeah. Yeah. And people are like, is it real? I'm like, it was real to me. He's yeah. pretty great, Zach Baggins though, because he'll sell that shit. He's good. Look at him. No, that shit's real. I grew up in a haunted house. Really? Yeah, I didn't even know it was haunted. Until what? Who was it? Do you know? Who was I knew, yet? but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have proof until I was older. What did you see? What? I, I I saw a fucking ghost. One hey, time. bro, you're being general. I want to get I'm specific serious. now. But what, what was the ghost? Like, okay, so check female? this out. So check this out. I grew up in this house. It was built in like 1920 or this something. This is the Palisades. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hey, it was built in like on. 1920. Well, already like. Hmm. Always felt creeped out in the house my whole life. Like anytime, like every single day when the sun went down and got nighttime, I dreaded it because it was just a creepy fucking feeling in the house at nighttime, like a feeling of being watched. Did everyone you know feel that feeling it or of, just you? Everyone felt it, right? But I, I would be vocal about it and they'd be like, oh, you know, you're tripping because they didn't want to scare me. But come to find out like years late, I mean, like literally a couple of years ago, when I'm a full grown adult, we're talking about it one day or, with my family they're like oh yeah that, that house was haunted we just didn't want to tell you your dad's we, like yeah. we didn't want to freak you out but when they bought the house when my mom bought the house like literally when they were touring it with the realtor and they're like okay great we'll take it the realtor was like okay great there's just one thing i need to let you know the house is haunted but nothing to worry the spirit is benign and my mom was like yeah whatever so she got the house so they, they knew it for off rip this is season right? one of American and there's Bush so much shit yeah, that right. there's so much shit that <laughs> went down shit. in that fucking house dude that like would literally why? but i literally thought i was insane because i never had anyone to confirm all this shit i was experiencing because they didn't want to freak me out hey dad i wish think they we could move i wish they did but but they didn't so i was literally just always tripping because i thought i was losing i was losing my mind i'm like am i tripping or you did that see the or did that one time i saw it at the corner of my eye well, I will say this. It and walked you were by sober? the sober? I was it was three in the morning. Yeah. It was three in the morning. And I'm like up late on like a Saturday night or something watching TV. My dog's chilling right there. Watching TV. There's there's windows overlooking the driveway on on this side. And literally I out of the corner of my eye, I see the, uh, the silhouette of a fucking figure walk past the window. And at that exact moment, my dog goes, <laughs> like literally freaked out. And I could literally, I, I mean, I, I saw motion go by. Like could I you tell if it was a man or woman. It, it, it was just, it was just the, the silhouette of, of a, 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 of a figure, right? you, you uh, of a person that literally yeah. walked Proof, right, Brian. right past the window. I mean, so, and it was enough for no, me to I'm grab a proof. fucking baseball bat. And I went and walked around the house with the dog to try to see if there was somebody out there. So, Here's so, my thing with so, a baseball bat. What are you gonna do? Yeah, hit through him. <laughs> I mean, it's our, our first sense. Go for a gun or baseball. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. My I buddy, go, but I didn't know that. Our, I thought boy, it was someone walking around. Something. Our boy yeah. Court. Remember Court, who's a designer, interior designer. Oh yeah, I love Court. So I hired him to do my house. He's amazing. Built find the kid. 
Bill Fireman kid, genius. Back in the day. He comes to my house in Calabasas, and he finds, like, he's amazing, because he'll go to Kansas and find an old ladder from, like, the 1800s and put it on your wall. Haunted. He'll take, like, he, he'll, like, take old wood from, like, some railroad and put it on your wall. He's amazing. So he loves the- necklaces out of slave teeth. No, 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 not that, but maybe. But he uses all Wait, this what? old shit. That's not true. <laughs> but, uh- but it was George Washington, see, yeah, and he that's was right. Like, yeah, yeah. But um, that's stupid. But he would uh, he'd have like some old chair, and then in our back room, he has this giant fucking container. It's like a a container with a with a like a thing you screw off. I remember this is the Calabasas yeah, house. Yeah, the yeah. only portal is this thing that you screw off. And portal I portal to hell. My my wife immediately goes, "I don't like that. What is that?" And he goes. It comes. It came off a haunted ship, and uh, they don't know what they used it for. Hey, court, hold, 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 please. So he goes, but it's really cool. So I go, I like it, and it's too much to get it out. We couldn't. How he got it in was like three dudes. We couldn't get it out. So now it's in the room. Mm -hmm. It's the guest room. Well, what happened was my wife wouldn't go in that fucking room. Then I come home a month later, and she goes. You have to get that thing out of there. I go, why? She goes, because I heard a baby crying in there. Get the fuck out of here. And I go, you heard a baby crying? She goes, yeah. And it wasn't, it was, it was moaning. It wasn't crying. So she won't go up there. So. And that's creepy as shit. Yeah. So now I go in the room and check it out. There's nothing in the room. I turn the lights on. That's not how it works. Turn the lights on. And then I will say this, and I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts. I heard it. No way. About two weeks later, I heard it. And I have a weird thing about a ghost in my fucking house where my kids are. What's your I weird thing? I consider it a challenge. You don't like it? I consider it a fucking challenge. I have a challenge. weird thing. Yeah, we all do. I consider it a challenge. Get the fuck out of my house because my kids are here. So now you're on my territory. So what I did was I went, all right, I'm going to keep the lights off. And I, this is such a weird thing. I was, you know how you get the, the everything stands up on, your yeah, hair stands up? Yeah. I walk in, nobody's in the house. I fucking open that this thing. Is midday? No, sir, this is at night. Okay. I open the fucking thing, and in the dark, I just stuck my head in. It's not how it works, dude. And I just kept my head in there. You don't watch enough movies. And I closed my eyes, and I was like, I dare you. No, it's not when they come out. Bro, I fucking dared it. And uh, it and never it, came and back. And you know, I still did, had to get rid it of it. Ripped his scalp. That's, what Brian's hair is like That's that. why I don't have any hair. It ripped his <laughs> all my hair out. And you still don't believe in ghosts. And I still don't it's believe in ghosts. Up. I lost all my hair. I used the, to have great hair. Johnny the ghost hair. is his barber. The ghost is his barber. My head it's was shaved. Gig. My eyebrows were plucked. No, but that's a true story. And then uh, we got rid of it anyway. anyway. And you still don't believe in ghosts. Um, I don't. All that. You think it's just a baby crying in your random room? I don't believe in ghosts or psychics only because I've not had anybody tell show me. I just haven't had enough. But you proof. believe in God? I do believe in Have God. Have you seen him? I felt him. I've heard <laughs> and him. And you felt the ghost. <laughs> There's errors in your fucking philosophy. <laughs> my sir. favorite is this. My favorite expression about God. I oh, think it God. was uh, Eckhart, uh, fucking Meister Eckhart said, yep. I've, oh, never yeah, I've never spoken to God, but I have heard him clearing his throat in the other room. Hmm. Yeah. Do we That's believe that? Do we believe that? <laughs> That's deep shit. Meaning, <clears throat> I don't, you're I, fucking up. I don't believe in ghosts, but I have heard a baby crying in my guest room <laughs> when there's no baby. <laughs> you think there was a ghost? 
Uh, I don't know. Uh, Baby ghost? Uh, that's creepy. Oh, like nothing worse. I'd rather have a grown man demon ghost than a baby ghost. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Also, baby crying all night? Well, and my it's son, not your kid? I told you that story. My son told me, I don't want, my son was a little boy, he goes, I don't want all the uh, stuffed animals on my bed, same house. I go, why? He goes, because they bite me at night. Check, please. And I go, and I go, watch this. I go, I don't see any. I don't see any marks on you. They just bit his and ass, he goes, right? he goes, they don't bite me on the outside of my body. They bite me on the inside of my <laughs> oh body. My <laughs> now, we don't know if to be scared of the, the stuffed animals or your son. In <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> then my wife, scary. my wife came in and, and my son in the, like, goes like this. She goes to put him to sleep and he looks at her and he goes, there's my other mommy. And he goes, your other mommy, where's the mommy you were, what other mommy you were, ta were you talking to? And he said, in the closet. No way. Again, she comes in, she goes, you have to check the closet. Right American, no American way. Horror yeah. Story season two. Yeah, that's yep. scary. Exact same thing. You know, so, I, 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 with uh, my, my little brother, another story, right, is my little brother when he was like four years old. And this is my, my dad is telling this story at the dinner where it's revealed to me that the house was haunted, right? So all this shit is coming to the light for the first time. My dad tells a story that when my little brother was like four years old, he walks by my little brother's room, he's like playing with toys and talking, like but talking, and he leaves him alone. And a few minutes later, he comes downstairs, and uh, my dad's like, hey, bud, uh, what were you doing up in your room? And my little brother goes, I was just talking to the ghost. And my dad's like, really? Show me. So he walks back upstairs, he walks in his room, and my, my little brother walks around looking. He, oh, it's gone now. That's not how ghosts work, that's, dude. That's and he scary. had never told that. You know, he had never told that story until. Yeah. until Kids see shit. We and you thought yeah. you were batshit crazy. Yeah. Dad's like, no, nah, uh -huh. we know it caused you a lot of pain and problems. Yeah, yeah. We all knew. Oh, we like this yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know the torture yeah. I've been through? Yeah, my mom. You know the too, hours yeah. of therapy, Dad? I wasted fucking money on you. My mom said she would talk to the ghost. Hell she yeah. said she'd be in bed sometimes and she'd feel the ghost come and sit down on the edge of the bed. Sounds like a nice ghost. And she would say, and she would, and I would just tell it to leave. I would just be like, ghost, please, I need to get some sleep. Can you leave me alone? Damn. And I'm like, so you're having full-blown conversations with the ghost and just letting me think yeah, I'm fucking insane. Telling you you're batshit crazy. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. That it, Jen? You yeah. want one more? Are you good? Just one more. We're not one more. All right, one more. So this, oh, uh, this is fascinating. Yeah, 88-year-old man from France. He somehow shoved a World War I explosive as an artillery shell into his butt. <laughs> and then went to the hospital later on because he couldn't get it out. Why? Uh, it's, it's for sexual pleasure. They found out later. Oh my! What a yeah. freak! He's eighty-eight. Yeah, but since it was an artillery shell, they didn't know if it was like you know effective. Yeah, so they had to evacuate the entire hospital. Evacuate, and then the guys in the bomb suit go into his rectum. They have to, oh yeah. God, like it's the movie dude. Blown Away. <laughs> Just fucking deep. But without deep. blowing, that's yeah. his shirt. timer. So it was eight inches long, two inches round. Well, the thing is oh, thick. Yeah, that thing dude, is. How about you know the shit yeah. that has been? No pun intended. You know the shit that has been in his asshole. A lot. Where he was so bored. He was like, you know what? I bet that bombshell from World War One can yeah, fit I'm in this ass. I'm going to sit on that bombshell. <laughs> and then at what point he's like, no, man. It, there's no going back now. I can't wow. get it out. Wow. Yep. That thing's probably worth wow. some money, too. Cash. <laughs> it's a collector's item. I mean, try a couple of Coke cans next time. Dude. It looks rusty. Get a tetanus shot, fuckface. Dude, World War One. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to end uh, a quality Yeah, man, podcast. don't stick uh, World War One like, artillery his shells. and his spiritual journey. And <laughs> we're we're like, going to fire the kid. <laughs> and then there's a bomb thing that went in somebody's ass. <laughs> but we did confirm ghosts are real, so that's cool. Yeah. We both confirmed but it. But you fucking, he was talking about coke, and then you said cock, and that was not. That's where it went <laughs> south. Look at this. <laughs> the actors have managed with Chet Hanks. This is awesome. Yeah.
You got that, and then if they want to follow nutrition your program stuff. and get on the nutrition, the yeah, Hanks, HanksFit.com, H-A-N-X-Fit.com. Instagram, you're always plus on there. Chad yeah, Hanks. you can hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM. Now, you did, I, I saw you, I think that was 225. You looked like you were doing that, like, with no problem. On, on the bench? You get, yeah. On the no, bench? No, I'm saying on the squat. squat. Oh, on squat. I mean, yeah, that's that's, that's pretty light. That's light. Yeah. yeah. Forgive Brian. Um, oh, is that it, Jim? That's it. All right, kids, love you. I will be uh, coming to Las Vegas. First tour announcement for 2023, Las Vegas, Nevada. Wise Guys just got announced. Thursday show almost sold out. So Friday, Saturday, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Thursday. Um, I will be bringing my ghost from Calabasas with me, and I'll be at Zach Baggins Ghost Museum, and my openers are two ghosts as well. That's Las Vegas, Nevada, Wise Guys, January 5th through the 7th. Tampa, January 20th through the 21st, Friday, Saturday only. Another Springfield, Naples, Bakersfield, Oklahoma City. We've got a bunch of more tour dates coming up, so go to thickboy.com or fatkz.com, but Vegas, Europe, January 5th through the 7th. B? All right, guys, Venice West, this in, in Los Angeles, in at Venice, December 27th. Uh, you guys should come down if you want to laugh hard. Maybe Daddy uh, will pop yeah. on. I'd love show. you to pop that. I'd yeah? love you to pop on. What, December that 27th, 27th is what? That's, on, that's down in Venice, 1717 Lincoln know, but, Boulevard. What, what, what night? Uh, it's two days after Christmas. I don't know the night. Uh, Tuesday. Is it Tuesday? Let yeah. me check my schedule. Check your schedule. I think I'm available. On All right, Tuesday. I love it. Laugh Boston, come down. Laugh Boston. Uh, Boston, Massachusetts, December 29, 30, 31. San Diego, California, Mike Drop Comedy Club, January 5, 6, and 7. Fort Wayne, Indiana, Summit Comedy Club. BrianCallen.com for all my dates. And Chet, Chet Hanks, you're the man. You you're an inspiration, dude. Keep crushing. Excited. You, um, your podcast is going to crush, man. You can tell you guys got to come on. Good stories. We're Anytime. on. You guys Any come on? Time. Yeah, we'll definitely come it. on. Yeah, I don't want to go on right after your dad, but <laughs> yeah. spread it out a little bit and then we'll do that. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Then I'm down to come on. For sure. Chet, we love you, dude. Thank Thanks you guys. for coming love on. This fine kid. We're out.